You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. John, let's before we start here, we gotta raise our raise our glasses. And pour one out for the Woodstock 50th anniversary music festival. It was a it was a good thing coming, and unfortunately, it didn't come to fruition. Canceled today. Never forget. I don't know how I'm ever gonna be the same. Where where else will we see revivals of Greta Van Fleet and? Miley Cyrus mm. and Jay Z. Oh, he actually canceled altogether. <laughs> well, yeah. you'll have to see the Rankin tours another way, <laughs> not at Woodstock. So, cheers. Cheers. Ah, what a shame. Mm, it mm. might be a shame that the Woodstock festival was canceled, but it is not a shame because today we are drinking counterculture coffee, hologram, which is fruity milk chocolate syrupy. Ooh. I can oh. definitely taste all of those things. Mm. I dig it, sir. Hologram is our update of the classic mocha java flavor profile. Fruit forward and chocolatey coffee combine to create something distinctively complex. These coffees especially reflect the tremendous work we put into improving dimension and clarity. Beautiful. 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 It does taste quite scrumptious too. All those notes of like chocolate in there, so good. It like so good. it hits you with the chocolate full up, and then as it sits, you kind of get the fruity, syrupy taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mm. I I always like the coffee that you make, but I think this one kind of just fits a certain mood right now. Woodstock is canceled. Mm-hmm. It's raining outside. It's a Florida summer, right? It's a Florida summer. It's, just this comes together. This just represents all those beautiful things in life. Here on G for D, aka grounds for discussion. discussion. What up? It's my co-host John. What up? It's my co-host Adam. Nice, beautiful. Oh, we're at it again. We're at it again. Two bros drinking coffee at a time. That's probably not appropriate for coffee, but hey, hey. You know, we, we got to get together. We got to record. If I, if I don't record this caffeinated, then does it really count? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. See, people will see right through us if we're not actually drinking coffee while we record. This is correct. They need, they know, they desire <laughs> that coffee to be drank while we record. Well, fans, you ask, we give. All the time. Again <sighs> and again. Good stuff, good stuff. Mm. So, not only are we back with a new episode, but we're back with back-to-back albums. And I think we've got an interesting lineup. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Banks's new album, Three. Yes, sir. All right. And then Tycho's Weather. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I told myself I wasn't going to laugh at the title of that album, but that's such a Tycho album. It is a very Tycho album. From, like it is. From the, from the quote I found of Tycho describing this album, it is a very Tycho album name. 
Like, were they just recording in the studio and there was some nice weather outside? Because <laughs> I think that's literally what happened. Hmm. Should I have, whether or not I should have a singer on this album? Weather! Oh, there it is. Genius. Whoa. <laughs> Connectivity. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. I I don't know how you come up with this stuff. Right. You, 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 that, that old uh, brain noggin there is just constantly coming up with great stuff never stops never stops and thinking and speaking of great stuff this has been sitting on my desk for a while now and i meant to promote it last time but for some reason we didn't i was talking about it um my bud jordan esker and the hundred percent friends of the show yes we've had jordan and his keyboard player matt on before he released a new ep called normalcy and i'm holding a tape cassette version of it which has little instrumentals that are only exclusive to the tape. So go check out Jordan Esker, Spores Music. It's very good. Really enjoyed it. A lot. Really, really enjoyed it a lot. And it's fun on the headphones. It's cool. It is. It is. Uh, I listened to it on a decent pair of headphones, and I really liked the production aspect on it. Nice. So I, I think he only gets better and better. I agree. He, he just kind of keeps on tweaking things as he, as he goes along. And I just become a bigger and bigger fan of his. Yeah, and the instrumentals are also a nice touch. So thanks, Jordan. Keep on doing it. That's awesome. I I love this cassette design too. Yeah, that, that they have on the actual cassette itself too. Yeah, it says normalcy and what it looks like. I wrote it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting handwriting. They uh, turned your handwriting into a font. <laughs> <laughs> this is more legible than my handwriting though. <laughs> I also want to note the nice touch of the A side and B side looks like written on in Sharpie. Oh, so no kidding. Very authentic. I like it. I hope that wasn't done after it was made because <laughs> it really looks like that <laughs> in the best way possible. It's a, it's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. Yeah. If, if, yeah. I, if, I, if I do enough of them, I can just copy them and forge Jordan's signature on things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly why they did it. So we could just forge their signature on things. <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. Good, uh, good stuff. So everything else good? Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we uh, dive right into the albums here, I, I, I just wanted to say, buddy, that it's been one heck of a summer for music. It really, really has been. It's been a crazy year for music, too. We've, you know, last episode, we kind of did a catch-up, but I feel like we're already behind from last week. Yeah, and and, and that's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like there's so much good stuff coming out constantly that it's just so tough to keep up with it. So, and I know I love hearing from fans of the show what albums they like to hear. So please keep them coming. In fact, one of the albums we'll be discussing today is from a friend of the show. Oh, look at that. Look at that. And you can send us your recs on g4dpodcast.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Music, Facebook, Instagram. Just look G4D Podcast. You'll find us. You smiling find G4D faces. really easily on Spotify, too. I had a friend of mine who just subscribed to the podcast. What up? Yeah. What's, his, what's his name mirza her, was it mirza mirza thank yeah. you mirza yeah appreciate you cool guy really really cool guy when i was talking to him about music he was going to pick up uh, uh jay dilla's donuts on vinyl an ori- original pressing i believe Ooh. yeah you can you imagine I'll... how good that sounded Ooh, sweet like a donut <laughs> i bet nobody's ever said that before i'm sure they have not 
Uh, yeah, cool guy. And like when he was looking it up, he put in G4, and we were like one of the top people to show up there. Ooh. So we're nice and easy to find. Good deal. Yeah. Three letters. That's the way I always planned it. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, you you people at home, you have no excuse. Yeah. Subscribing is easy. Plus, you get great content from us every week. That's right. That's Let's right. I typed in G4D on Spotify, and it popped up was God is a Woman by Ariana Grande. Well, we did review Ariana Grande, so maybe that makes sense. Interesting. Well, this is just like you generically search it, not even the podcast section. It's oh. uh, God is a Woman, God's Country by Blake Shelton. Oh, and Godsmack. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But if we go to podcasts here, see all podcasts, if I type in G4D where the first one pops up, and the only one. Nice. Look at that. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, buddy. Love it. Good, good stuff. All right. So let's dive right into the reviews here. Yes. So before we get into this first album, thank you. Sorry for that, by the way. Oh, you're good, bro. This album comes from a friend of the show, new friend of the show, Brittany. So shout out to Brittany for recommending Banks and her latest album, Three. So... She kind of gave me this recommendation, just we were kind of spitting back and forth, different music recommendations. Of course, you know what group I recommended. Ed Sheeran. No. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, it was Boards Boards of Canada. Canada. Yeah, I know. Squirt knots on your bingo cards there, folks. (laughs) If someone can just make a compilation of all the times Jonas mentioned Boards of Canada on the podcast, it'd be really easy for them to do. I literally do it every (laughs) single show. (laughs) Uh, So, Banks is a singer slash songwriter who creates these really moody, downcast, alternative pop songs with hints of contemporary R and B in there. And she's really a up and coming kind of artist too. So she grew up listening to Fiona Apple, Massive Attack, and really started coming into the, her own in early 2013. Sorry, lost the date there, in early 2013. So she's been around for a little bit now, and this is kind of a new step for her with the latest album, Three. Now she's had some hits in the pop charts. She was in the Billboard 200 chart. She also had, um, let's see, a album that peaked at number 17 on the Billboard 200. And so this is very much the next step in her career, the next step in her sound. And I think that we're going to have quite a bit to say about this because we like to, you know, review really interesting pop albums, I think, at least. Yeah. We like to cover the ones that maybe don't get as much radio play, but are definitely worth checking out if you're ready to expand your palette outside of the radio, that is. And I'll kind of start diving right into this. So I didn't know really what to expect about her. So Brittany kind of just gave me the recommendation and I was like, Banks, I love Banks. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I like going to the bank. Who doesn't like going to the bank? I don't. Really? You don't like going to the bank? No. You don't love the smell of money? No. No? Not really. I mean, I'm not sniffing my money. Oh. Okay. All right. I mean, well, I guess it's good because I get the little lollipop, you know, when they go inside. <laughs> I was what's hoping your, you were going to get there. What, what's your uh, go-to flavor for lollipops? <laughs> oh, easily green. Oh, green. I'm, I'm a grape guy. I love grape. Grape flavoring. 
At one point, I think green was lime, and now it's probably green apple or something like that. Oh, Such a disappointment. That's very sketchy. It is, isn't it? So I didn't know what to really expect about this album. As did I. And I must say, I am quite pleasantly surprised by this album. It really took me into different places that I just wasn't genuinely expected, expecting whatsoever, especially from an artist that has had some really... I'd say been moderately successful on the yeah, pop she, charts. She has quite the cult following, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's not underground, but she's not Ariana Grande level. Yeah. I'd say she's somewhere in between, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And I just kept on listening to this, and I was just like, I can really vibe with an album like this because it really feels fresh. It really feels like I'm listening to something unique. And we talk about that all the time. We are all about the unique music. We are all about pop that is unique. And I think this album fits into that category. Yeah, I I guess I would agree with that. I don't know. I was, I don't know if I was underwhelmed or overwhelmed. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know. I felt like, what was the artist? What's her name? We did her. She had the album this year where she talked about like her different influences and every song was a different. Um, uh, Jamalia Woods. Yes. Yes. There you that go. was it. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I forgot that one. Hey man, we, we, we talk about a lot of albums. I know. I felt like it was kind of like that album to an extent, but like, I don't know. I felt like this album really dragged for me. Really? Maybe a little bit. It was very long, like for a pop album. Like I was looking at her other albums too, and they're almost an hour long each, which is kind of crazy. I yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. It is Nothing. definitely long, you know, for your typical pop yeah. album. I mean, as far as pop music is concerned, it's definitely a lot better than whatever's on the radio now and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe something just didn't click with me on it. Maybe I just – it sounded – and I'm going to say this on the other – album we're gonna talk about too it sounded very friendly at some points like very instagram friendly like if i was going on an instagram ad this would be like the music that'd be playing in the background and well adam that... we're on the older spectrum of the I millennial know, I know. <laughs> spectrum so it's just bound to happen uh, you know right? it might be just me my old man card now you know you're getting there I, sir is that ha- is that really what this is yes yes oh, it's, no. it's all downhill from here too oh crap yep that's yep. not good so either you just have to learn to accept that you're a grumpy old man and <laughs> those kids better get off your lawn or you could just accept the fact but that you're going to be like out of I, touch i feel like i do like some of the cool stuff like i like lizzo and stuff like that yeah you know i like that kind of pop music i just felt like this was just like it was just kind of there I didn't feel like an immediate connection. I li- and I listened to it two or three times. It's just, I don't know, something wasn't clicking with me on it. Well, I had the complete opposite direction. I had opposite feeling because this album clicked with me instantly. Ooh. And I feel like this is a great nighttime pop album where it has very strong production values. Lots of great little hidden elements throughout where it, either just throws in like a little bit of noise or something unexpected, maybe even a random sound clip or just a random, you know, blurb of something in there. I feel like too, that there are certain points I, I listened to some uh, primarily in my car, 
like to and from work and i felt like the sound was coming from like all different directions in my car so like the producer on this album really did a great job of taking advantage of the the space of the sound yes it, it is definitely a beautifully mixed album i believe the same guy did um do you know the band low mm. their album no last kidding. year double negative yeah 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 he did their album too so it's the same guy producing it i believe wow yeah okay that now that's kind of coming together yeah so i think i from production wise i really like the sounds of it i just think it just dragged a little for me okay in certain spots not that it's a bad thing that it drags because it gets to you know there are some really high points on it and she's got a beautiful voice as well so that kind of helps with the instrumentals and the style but i don't i don't know it's one of those like it's it's not something I would say I'm going to come back to and ex- be excited for, but I would definitely check out her other work and her pieces and just see what she's all about. So I refrain from listening to her earlier stuff, um, just mainly so I had that viewpoint of this single album, and that way I didn't have any of the earlier stuff influencing my opinion on this. Mm. So I can't have an opinion about her earlier stuff, but this album I thought really worked really well for me because it's got different ebbs and flows to it like there are some songs that are like just very strong almost like club bangers and then there's some songs that are just kind of more melancholy a bit more reflective and i think i like those songs better than the bangers Mm -hmm. kind of thing now i i will say this i don't think she's the strongest lyricist to, 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 yeah, to some go of, off some, yeah, yeah. some of the lyrics uh when we get to what is the song stroke <laughs> so actually that's my favorite track on the album oh because i really liked how that track is is mixed like right in the beginning like they add in like this quick little sample of someone saying stroke and then there's also like this cool um crescendo yeah like, like all two, the instrumentals two are minutes there. 30 seconds in like the song like it could have just been you know could have come in, did its thing, and that's it. But like she was still elevating the sound of uh, the song really late into the track, which I thought was really cool to hear. Mm-hmm. It was like I wasn't expecting that. And anytime you can do that and catch me off guard, and I can go, "Whoa, hey, that's a really cool surprise there." I'm you always have my attention from there. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought you would have appreciated this album more. I don't know. I just something wasn't clicking with me. It 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 did for me. And, yeah. And and maybe, you know, that. And I know this is another one off the bingo card, but like those ambient elements in there too, mm-hmm. just are something that kind of always goes at me. But I I really just dig the like almost nighttime atmosphere here, and. While the lyrics aren't the strongest aspect to this album, the mixing in the album, and there's definitely plenty of catchy um, hooks on this, hooks and choruses on this. I felt like I was definitely singing along to it the more I was listening to it. Now, to your point, you're right. It definitely is longer. There is a track on here with Francis and the Lights that... Oh, yeah. I, I, she her part i liked francis and the lights not so much it just almost kind of sounded like he was like 
You know the B-52s? They had that one guy that's like, love Shaq, baby. Yeah, he just that's kind of interjects. What, yeah, yeah. Like that, that's kind of what this guy does in this song. And I don't know. No offense to you, Francis and the Lights fans out there. Maybe this other stuff is different. But I just felt like he was just being kind of interjected into a song where it really isn't necessary. Yeah, I, it I would agree with just, that. Just really, really isn't. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of surprised, man. I am definitely surprised. I would have thought that you would have taken more from this album, and not, not that I think thinking you were gonna love it or anything like that. But you know, yeah, it, yeah we could jump in final thoughts here. I, I don't know if I didn't. I didn't hate this thing. I just it just didn't connect to me as much as I wanted it to. I feel like there are other pop albums this year, like the Jamalia Woods album or Lizzo, that is really fun and engaging, and this just didn't captivate me as much as those other pop music. I do appreciate the production value, though. It's great, and the ambient elements are really good, but some of the lyrics for me weren't doing it, and it just felt like I was listening to an Instagram ad for most of it, so... <laughs> I'm going to give this a stream it. I definitely think you should check it out. And if it's something you're into, this is definitely something if you're looking for a different type of pop music out there. So, you're, you're but, not... but we do appreciate new Rex as always. So <laughs> I, I don't, I didn't hate it. Don't worry. <laughs> hey man, you know, you, you gotta be honest. That's all good. Uh, so obviously I enjoyed this much more than you did. Um, your 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 criticisms i agree with you agree with you to a certain point there's no doubt about it this is for the <laughs> the instagram generation i guess you could say yeah but you can make you can do different things about it i just think it's mostly the lyrics that put it yeah. off yeah i mean look no doubt like she she has a certain if you i don't know if you looked at any, any pictures of her she definitely looks like she's got like that kind of like that like typical like Lana Del Rey. Yeah, she's got the LDR vibes going. Yeah, I don't know if it's exactly Lana Del not Rey. Not in the per, not the. Per, I know what you mean. She's a, she's a persona. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there's definitely a persona to her. That's what I'm trying to get to. Not like similar in looks, but like similar in that there's like a strong persona there. And while I'll definitely agree, you know, you got songs about relationships, songs about breakups. You know, that's par the course usually with these kind of albums thankfully is made up for by her willing to do really interesting things from a singing perspective and have just a very strong producer behind her who really elevates this album to the next level without the producer this probably would not be as memorable as an album for me mm -hmm. he really really elevates the material now if she can come in and really kind of spice up her lyrics some more really add some more depth and just really some more uniqueness to them then i think you'd have something that's genuinely really special i enjoyed this album a lot and i keep on going back and forth between a buy it and a own it okay. but i think this is going to be a very high buy it for me like it's on the verge of being an own it if it just didn't have those couple of things that you know are just for me, like flaws, not necessarily big ones, but still flaws nonetheless. I still think that this one is worth checking out if you're looking for pop music that's different from what you're getting on the radio. Good deal. Yes, sir. It's always nice to hear ambient elements in uh, our music. 
Yes, isn't it? Well, and and part of the reason why I thought you would like it was I felt like she was kind of inspired by Kalela. Yeah, I definitely got a lot of Kalela yeah. vibes on there. I too. mean, we said that. I mean, I don't mean to you know tout our own horns here, but seriously, we called it. We said that Kalela was going to break new ground for a lot of like pop and R and B artists. Yeah, and the, that's definitely the case. The beats, especially the epic, larger than life kind of sound and style. Yeah. Mm-hmm ambient elements all that it's there it is absolutely there all right so the next one i don't think we'll spend too much time on but i think we can still get a good discussion on and as the latest album from Tycho, called weather weather which i almost fell asleep saying out loud <laughs> the weather what what, what 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 i feel what? like that's the worst name you could come up with for like a for this type of music called you know what i mean so you're right, Adam. You're really right. We saw Tycho. Yes. What, two years ago, maybe. Yeah, it would have been two years. So it was billed as Tycho and Fantagram, but Fantagram ended up headlining, and Tycho was kind of the opener, which we were kind of disappointed with because we wanted the opposite. But we still had a great time, nonetheless, and they were really great. And you know, Tycho is kind of it's fun, it's ambient. Keep, gets you moving a little bit, but also has some cool experimental elements, I would say. Agreed. Completely agree. They create this really, like, grandiose, soaring music. Yeah. Um, and now, main guy of Tycho teamed up with Saint Sinner because he wanted to fulfill, finally fulfill what had been a vision of mine since the beginning, to incorporate the most organic instrument of all, the human voice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and if that's indication of how this album goes, uh, John, you want to start the discussion here? So I need to preface my review with something that is kind of, hmm, how else do I put it? I'm just, I'm just not a big fan of when instrumental artists, especially electronic artists decide, okay, now I'm going to have vocals for most of an album or, you know, a lot of featured artists on an album. Like they go from having all these instrumental albums to now having albums with a lot of features on them. Yeah. It's, we talked last year, I believe about the Stephen Malcolmus album mm-hmm. where he went electronic and he like did like four songs electronic and then gave up with it and did <laughs> rock songs. The rest of it. I felt like this was kind of the same thing where, I'll do a couple songs with a vocal here and there, and then a couple songs without her. Like, he didn't see it through the whole way. And maybe that was just to wean people into it so he could feature the singer more. But just when you talk about Instagram ad, this felt like it was made for Instagram ads. <laughs> like, her voice is beautiful. I will give it that. And it it's very much an indie rock. It's a very generic like, indie rock voice. Yes. The, like, it's not... It's not going to be, well, I mean, you know, it's not going to break new grounds kind of thing. And it's, no, it, but it definitely is like, it doesn't match to me. Yeah. Like her voice should be like on a small scale indie rock album or like a bedroom pop album. Yeah. It's more made for open mic nights and not this electronic, like larger than life kind of spectacle music. Yeah. And, and Tycho, when they were doing all their, previous albums or instrumental albums 
they had a certain sense of epicness to them at points. Mm -hmm. You know, when we saw them, they had images and clips from, you know, mountains and valleys and clips from 2001, a space odyssey. Like, Oh yeah. I forgot they did that. Yeah. There's like almost like this space element to it. There's almost this like mother earth appreciation element to their music. You know, it's like, it's borderline hippie music, but it's hippie electronic music. Exactly. Exactly. Like I could definitely see someone in our age enjoying it just as much as somebody who grew up with, I don't know, uh, what is it? The soft machine or something like that. Enjoying God. I'm, I'm picking out some random band from, from way back in the seventies. Uh, it's just when you bring on this singer and no matter how good of a singer you are, you kind of have to play at the same level as them. Mm-hmm. So by bringing on this girl with definitely a more lo-fi appropriate voice, it means that all the things that you have known and love, uh, loved about Tycho are now subdued and kind of played down and it means that she ends up becoming the focus with Tycho just really being back there in the background yeah maybe if I heard her voice in another context or something other than this it'd make more sense just to get a background of who she is but like I'm looking right now I can't seem to find much about her no that I I did the same thing too um I I was like am, am I just not looking hard enough yeah, there really isn't anything about her. I think this might be like her first album appearance. For all we know, to your point, yeah, they probably saw her at like some random, you know, open mic night when they were on tour, and they found her at some kind of like you know, open mic night in Wichita or something. And we're like, yeah. hey, you're great. Let's I, add you into the band. And I feel like the problem is because Tycho has never worked with an artist. I don't know who's writing the lyrics for some of these. Oh, and, thank you. I was hoping you were going to get to that. <laughs> and just like, I I don't know whose idea it was in the song Japan, but to keep, maybe I was mishearing the lyrics, but they were referring to the color yellow a lot. They, they, they talk about a lot of colors on this album. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was a tad bit racist that they had Japan yellow going back and forth with each other. I don't know. That was just me. Well, okay. Did, did you get that? I I, I didn't, oh. but not, not, it was. I'm sure it was not done on purpose. No, no, no. And no. I'm probably blowing it out way out of proportion, but I just couldn't help but notice. Like, wait, what? what I, well, I didn't know you were now a writer for Babylon B. Oh, yeah. What is that? <laughs> you don't you don't you don't know that publication? Is that like an alt right website? No, it's. Oh, good. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. I got scared for a it's, second. Um, it's kind of like a uh, parody feminist site. I think it's Babylon B. I could be wrong. It's it's something similar to that effect, but it's you know it's like one of those kind of fake news sites like the Onion and stuff like that. Uh, parody news sites. Parody news yeah. sites. Yeah. Although. So I I could some be of the Onion article. Well, some of the things going on in the country. Is it fake? <laughs> well, I tell you what I wish was <laughs> fake. This album. Because. Uh, Oh, I tried album uh, Adam. I really tried. To, <laughs> I tried album. album. I tried album. <laughs> That's what I'm just gonna call you from now on. <laughs> you you tried. It's okay. Here, here's my co-host 
Album. <laughs> Hello, my name is Album. Please review me. <laughs> yeah, the instrumentals were all were all very very good. Yes. I'm trying to think. If there were no lyrics, would you enjoy this album more? No. Yeah. I no, thought. I no thought that. Yes, actually. I feel like the problem is when you you are an artist who covers a grand scheme, right? And mm-hmm. you have like you're covering all these elements of different things and styles and you're going for a larger in life electronic persona i feel like he scaled some of the songs down to fit the vocals yes that's exactly what i was going to say and it just takes it away like the instrumentals are pretty good Mm -hmm. the three um i think easy into the woods and then the last uh, track weather a little more ambient a little slower but i feel like he just kind of backed down a little bit yes they did this this album feels really more intimate at points. And while there's a bit of catchiness here and there, yeah, there's just kind of like an easygoing vibe, you know, I, 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 it's, it's so easy going. I didn't realize it was only a half hour and I was like, Oh wait, that's it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you know, like when she starts talking about like, you know, being with the person that they love and everything like that. It's just like, Ugh. okay, this is, I feel like if there were like, hoo, 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 like that kind of <laughs> yeah. vocals on this, it'd be a little better and make more sense with what kind of music he writes. But this was just like, yeah, weird indie hippie electronic. The, this album sounds like a soundtrack to a like Sunday morning. It's like a windows go- are open. It's like you go on YouTube and you type in brunch reviews, and yes. this is the music that'd be playing behind the YouTuber talking about brunch. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> this might be a yeah. brunch album. Yeah, you know, like you're eating your avocado toast, oh, and your mimosas. Like that, that, like we got a place down here in Orlando called the Briar Patch. This is this is the soundtrack to Briar Patch right here. Oh my god. <laughs> So like, they're gourmet bacons and they're <laughs> yeah, right. bran muffins. <laughs> what else do they eat? Uh, you know, omelets and just, you know, Belgian waffles Ooh. and everything like well, yeah. cans in there. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting hungry now. Yeah. Right. It also just kind of goes to show that we're talking about so much other stuff than this album. I think my biggest misgiving with this is just like you said, if there weren't any vocals on this, like let's say you decide like, oh, I'm going to put on an addition sans vocals. I don't know if this would be a terribly exciting music because to your point, because they downplay the instrumental aspects to kind of fit with her vocal style, it then means that you get some really sleepy, uneventful Tycho instruments, yeah. instrumental aspects. Like, and they have a really solid drummer who can really adds a lot of oomph to these songs and really gives like kind of a driving force to some of their best work. And when you downplay that element, their music really drags. It just really kind of emphasizes how vital the drummer is to this band. When you're making music like this and it's, you know, larger than life and it's supposed to be encompassing the world, you need like you were saying, a driving force. And the drummer in Tycho was that driving force. It kept all the bleeps and bloops and all the interesting, oh, there you go for your bingo, bleeps and bloops. Um, you know, it keeps everything moving. Because yeah. if you just have, you know, like something cool yeah. in the background to keep it going. Exactly. But Exactly. And I think we could probably jump in 
yeah. final thoughts here. Yeah, I was extremely underwhelmed by this album. I am not saying that the singer was a bad addition, but I think naturally and from what Tycho is known for and what they can do, this was definitely disappointing. Yeah. Um, yeah, this definitely was not my favorite Tycho album of all time. And not saying that he shouldn't have a singer again, but I think he needs to reevaluate kind of what makes them Tycho and how to naturally fit in vocals without dumbing down or slowing down their musical process and keeping their sound afloat. So I think overall this is another stream it for me. Yeah, I I am right there with you with the stream it as well. It's it's one of those kind of albums that's not bad enough to dip into our lower ratings, but it's not no. exciting enough to be boosted into one of our higher ratings. I I hope whatever this was that they that he got into his system is something that like he'll kind of like either learn from or just kind of move away from altogether because he brought on the singer and then therefore needed to work around her as opposed to hey we've got this established sound we want you to come in and compliment us yep. or kind of be woven in naturally i don't know if they like an, someone operatic would have been would have been great for this but like that's the best thing that i can think of off the top of my head well the problem is when he's writing the doos and those long out notes they're putting so much reverb into her voice it just echoes so there's nothing exciting or fun happening it all just sounds like it all blends in with each other it does you're right yeah it's a see see this is why i love talking to you about stuff because you, you you pull out the musical knowledge like that yeah and just love it absolutely love it man yeah i i i tried i i always try i never want to be underwhelmed by an album but I really hope they go back to what works about them because this just didn't. And I, you know, I hope we hear more of this female singer because she is really good. I don't know if she's anything like extraordinary. I feel like in couple, she'll get with a couple other DJs and probably do some stuff, do some features and here and there, and then probably get bigger from there. Yeah. I, if she came out with like that kind of like small, intimate, pop album like i feel like she would just absolutely crush that and would work really well with her voice but other than that i i oh it 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 really it really pains me to say it it really does because like you said i was very underwhelmed by this and i kept on hoping that maybe this will click with me but between all the things i liked about taiko being downplayed and just i don't know if we talked about this enough just the lyrical aspects like oh here's a song about colors <laughs> yeah it was very generic lyrics here's a song about me spending the time with my love uh, it was very cheesy yeah i mean Tycho's music is a little can be sometimes a little cheesy in that way to begin with but then you add lyrics to it and it just, the cheese factor just goes up yeah this and my final point that i'm going to make here this is the first album there's where they're kind of bordering on self-parody like, this is like the Tycho album where it's kind of like, all right, you, 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 you got to mix it up now. You really got to mix it up. And I'm hoping they do that on the next album because now it's starting to just kind of, I don't know, fr quite frankly, start to sound boring. Yeah, it's a little stale. 
it's a little stale. So here's hoping, knock on wood, but yeah. <sighs> what are we giving it? I oh 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 I gave it a stream it stream it yeah. stream it all the way. I yeah. what, while I was listening to this actually one of the first time I was listening to it I was listening to it in my car and it was raining. And I was like, oh, no, I need to stop listening to this. I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I have to stop. I have to stop. Yeah, I just, like, that cover perfectly encapsulates the sound of this album. Somebody sitting on a bed with, like, the sun shining in. Like, that's that's totally what this is. Yeah. I still can't get over that album title, too. Weather? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Maybe has some better reasoning, but I really don't care to hear it. <laughs> I agree with you there. <laughs> oh, oh so, buddy. So, All right. <sighs> well, what else is on the docket? What else is coming out? So we got a couple of weeks before it comes out, but there'll be a new album from Whitney. Oh, yeah. Which I think we've mentioned before, but I can't emphasize enough how excited I am for that album. Uh, his album just dropped his first official album because everything else prior was oh, a mixtape. Mr. Rapper. Yes. Mr. Chance the Rapper. Yeah. So. I really think they should make a Parappa the Rapper movie and put put him as Parappa. I like that. I think that'd be cool. I like that a lot. Uh, I'd be totally down for that. Uh, there was something else. If you give me a second here and kind of take over on the mic, yeah. uh, there was definitely something I wanted to talk with you about. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of bands that I wanted to recommend to you as well that I think you'd find interesting. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I don't want to waste too much time here. I'll, I'll think of it off mic. Um, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard have a new album coming out soon. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that one's going to be intense. We, we we covered all five of their albums from last year. Might as well cover <laughs> on this one. Uh, yeah, and let's see. There's going to be... Uh, oh, we need to talk about... Oh, what's their face? Sleater Kinney. That's who I was That comes out soon. Yep, that comes out very, very, very soon. I'm very curious for that one. Yeah, you and me both, man. You and me both. It's also the Vinyl Me Please record of the month, so I'll be getting that. Oh, really? Their, their new one? Yeah. No kidding. It's also really funny. They did like a blog post with them or whatever, interviewing them, and like where they put the little speech bubble, they blocked out janet wise's face oh no kidding yeah no kidding wow good uh that that whole thing really really disappoints me i I get it you're not feeling the direction that you're heading with the band but uh, they were together for so long i know sad that it sounds like i mean from what's going on that saint vincent is Tearing them apart. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Annie. <laughs> oh, right, that's her name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- there are definitely some things like on the horizon. You saw that Doom put out a very cryptic oh, MF Doom. I'll believe out. it when I see it. I, that's how I feel too. There's only so many times you can announce an Adult Swim uh, singles program. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, he did something. I don't know, maybe three years back now where he was like, next year is going to be the year of doom and mm-hmm. nothing came yeah, out. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Although I did like, uh, there was somebody who responded to that tweet on Twitter 
and he had said like look what you had done uh, <laughs> freddie gibbs <laughs> that was quite good oh my god yeah yeah i mean look i'm i'm hopeful for it i i really really am but to your point like my heart has been broken before. Yeah. And until there's a pre-order out there, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, I'm I'm really, really not. So the other album that I was going to ask you about that we could potentially review, and I know you're going to say no, is the new Lana Del Rey album. Oh, we have to do that one. Oh, oh whoa. Oh, I, come on. We have to do okay, it. Okay. All right. All yeah. right. Because the album's called Norman Effin Rockwell. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which features Jack Nicholson's son on the cover, uh, not son, uh, grandson on oh, the cover with Lana Del Rey. Weird. How ridiculous is that? And good for her. I am still pleasantly surprised that I liked her cover of doing. Time I was literally somebody. about to tell you that I was like, it's actually really good. I enjoy it a lot. I was it's, like, I think it might second. be actually better than the sublime version. Uh, yes. <laughs> it falls in the category when the cover is better than the original. Well, it actually makes sense. It was like, it gives off that like hazy summertime vibe without sounding like faux white boy rapping. <laughs> yeah, Sublime has not aged well. No, they they really haven't. I was listening to one of the songs on the radio and I'm like, this guy's talking about having sex with a child, right? Like that's what this whole song's about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you're like, talking about. Yep. Yeah. It's called yeah, Wrong it's, Way gross the, yeah. the there's yeah it was a date rape or something yep like that's a, another oh, one geez. they used to play that on the radio a lot uh yeah no that there there are a lot of songs that would just not fly in this day and age nope and they shouldn't have back in that day either but Correct. different times folks we live and we learn all right and we also got to talk about the new taylor swift album too oh yeah you know i gotta say I do not like any of the singles. What? What? You don't like the Panic at the Disco singer sounding oh. like he does on every other song? Oh my God, it's so bad. You don't like that, Adam? Spelling is fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the only one of me. Ugh, and you're the only one of you. I, I think the thing that upsets me most about Taylor Swift is she basically changed her whole reputation uh, uh, be like i'm boss i'm cool f the standards i don't care what you think and now she's back to me <laughs> like uh, yeah. not that that's bad but like i'd rather hear more music like she was doing on her last album or even 1989 1989 i think is a genuinely great album like this album it feels like she's just phoning it in and just trying to be popular by making nice music again yeah there's nothing yeah. new about it. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, cause it seems like it's more... I also don't like songs that feature other artists with Taylor Swift. I don't think there's an artist that really compliments her voice very well. No, I, I would absolutely agree with that. And if you're going to get to get the guy from Panic! at the Disco, which, were you a fan of that first album when it came out? Yeah. I, I honestly, I thought it was Fall Out Boy. Everybody did. I thought, Everybody um, did. I thought Patrick Stump wore a fat suit in Fall Out Boy. <laughs> And he took it off to be in Panic at the Disco. I was like, their voices are the same, right? That is terrible. Oh, man. I shouldn't have even laughed at that. (laughs) I know I'm awful. Oh, geez. But it's so weird. I I hate the sounds that Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy make now. 
it's, it's just, just it, it it's all kind of really blended together yeah and i think if you lose any of the kind of like like that first album had this like it was kinda like circusy yeah carnival ca- yeah carnival aspect to it which i liked yeah that that it, look that album is a guilty pleasure all the way the second one too is really good I, you know i never listened to that one but i mean at one point i knew all the words that i am i'm not you need to look up a video <laughs> it's called um what's what's the guy's name Oh, uh, Brandon Yuri. Yeah, it's called Brandon Yuri. Doesn't want to sing. I write the sins, not the tragedies, or whatever. <laughs> and it's all these like a compilation of like ten times he like sang the song and changes the yeah. lyrics or the end video. It's just like, and the groom's bride is a beautiful woman, and then it goes to another time he's singing it, <laughs> and the beginning of one of them he goes, I effing hate this song. <laughs> oh, well, imagine that. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like, it's a total guilty pleasure. And really, part of the reason why I knew all the lyrics was because everybody was into it at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, all my friends in my group. And it ended up really growing on me. It's a it, definite guilty pleasure. Maybe that's not something I should have admitted on air. But you know what? Who cares? Everybody's got them. Although, although did you see that uh, Hard Times article about, like, guy decides to finally admit that he likes new metal unironically oh yes <laughs> speaking the truth oh yeah oh, all right buddy i am out of coffee me too you are too good good to chat with you there at the end yeah thanks everyone for listening we are on g4dpodcast.com spotify itunes music or podcast or whatever they're calling it today Google Music, Stitcher. You know those millennials. Ugh, you know. They're avocado toast. You and your av- I like avocado toast. I there's no issue with avocado toast. I've seen you eat avocado toast quite a few times. It's easy. It's fairly cheap. And it tastes damn good. So you know <laughs> what? I just let me eat my avocado toast while I listen to Tycho and my Instagram. <laughs> scrolling with my makeup bloggers. You know, come on. Just let me live the life here. Uh, open up the windows. Light up some incense. Oh, get the weather really going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. We love you. Write us. Give us five stars. Review us. I don't know. Whatever you guys want to do. Man, this is episode number 85. Wow. We're getting close to 100. What should we do when we one, reach 100? 100. We need to have a special episode for 100. We do. Maybe we'll do like a review any album you you want us to. Thing yeah. Or let's, something. Let's do something really, really funny. Yeah. Yeah. We can do like the, the Peppa Pig album. <laughs> she, she put out an album. <laughs> the Peppa Pig. <laughs> and the other children's artists put out albums maybe we could do. <laughs> The Wiggles, I'm sure. They're remaking uh, Blues Clues. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so that means we're going to get a CGI um, blue or Very it sim- No, it's similar animation to the original. Oh, really? No yeah. kidding. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, at least that means that we won't have like some kind of like really, really like odd-looking CG blue then. Yeah. That's fairly similar. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Then we can all sleep at night knowing that the reputation and look of Blue from Blue's Clues is not tarnished. (laughs) 
Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. Blue from Blue's Clues. They changed my blue. Not my blue. <laughs> Although my favorite thing on Blue's Clues was salt and pepper. They made paprika. <laughs> uh, so funny. I don't know why. Oh, I didn't think about that. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it was just funny. Like, their baby's paprika. <laughs> like, how, do you, how do you remember this stuff? You know, sometimes. It was an event. I remember they did, like, a special at, like, 7.30 at night. And I think, isn't one of them you, French? You, 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 were, you were allowed to stay up that late that night? I know. <laughs> My mommy let me that night. But he's like, oh, we're having the baby. Right? Because they were French, right? Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. And they had a little paprika. <laughs> I'm going to play Blue's Clues because it's a really great game. Yeah. I kind of wish we had our own like studio set up where we could do a parody of that where you're Steve. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We just got a package, children. <laughs> oh, look. It's... We got mail. Oh, look. It's my King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard vinyl. Come on, Blue. Let's play it. <laughs> Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. Lord of Lightning. All the little cartoons just cower in fear. <laughs> Oh, look, I got another one. It's Death Grips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff, man. Good yeah. stuff. All right, folks, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Check us out everywhere here on G4D. A.K.A. Grounds for Discussion. No, oh, mixing it up. Beautiful. <laughs> Caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4D podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.